Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Very crispy potatoes, salsa verde, mm. bacon, the perfect amount of cheese, just a little bit so it kind of binds it all together. You said 11 so eggs you thought were in there. I, no, 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 no cap, yeah. M. At least six. No, hand to God, at least six. I ate two-thirds of it, and I'm like, yeah, that's more than enough. That was at least three, if not four eggs. It was it was pretty big. I like you reading any of these. Um, Francis in Glendale says, dude, does he coach here? That's from one of the frat brothers. <laughs> okay, That's an interesting one. I think one. I'm older than the coach. Capitano Matt says, Trav walks into a frat party, frat boy. Hey, somebody's Uber driver is here. <laughs> I would say cop, honestly. Yeah, that, that's right. cop is good. Yeah. yeah, that is good. Cop. Yeah, but the prof- no, not the cop. cool one. Cop is is perfect. Yeah. No, no, I'm too fat for a cop, right? Like a cop would be. I don't know. You could be a detective. I, I think you're good. Like, you're right. I, think I take you're it back. No, I think I you're take, good. I take it back. Yeah. I could be like the, I could be homicide. Right, I could be there, yeah. <laughs> look, you know, just kind of let myself go. Yeah, look, I had my Kool Aid Man shirt on. Would have been quite a quite a night. Quite a night. It was. It's pretty good. Your Aztecs are not great, Slee, and they're in the top twenty. That's what, and, is that not college basketball? Yes, just in a nutshell. That's yeah. exactly what it is. Yeah. It was. Uh, it was. It was a weird. Win deal. a tournament game, please. Other than a couple. By the of, way, uh, by the arms, oh, I'm just going to no. say, Yates. Um, what's he want us to do with that? I don't know. I mean, he wants to, to have fun to play. He wants with you to come play. No, but we can't have an odd number. Yes, you just could. can't. He could no. go and play with other people, or he could he could watch you guys. He could be a sub. I in. like this idea where the four of us are on one court and he's on the other side of the park playing with three strangers. That, okay, that that's, that's why funny. that's why the whole number of three was going to be a problem last Thursday. We want to play. You're trying to get the crew together. Yes. Right. So what am I supposed to do with five? Yes. So I don't know what to do. He's now. just going to bail again. Give, I, I, there's a better opportunity. He's just going to. What we'll do is we'll say, sure, come hey, on out I'll, and join yep. us. And then just get, I'll shoot Mesa text. Kaplan say, just told me <laughs> that there's a court out in La Jolla. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh, dude, I I got to show you this. Um, one of our, our listeners, Josh Bentram, an old friend of mine, just sent us a logo for our team. You ready for this? How about that? Thick Van oh, 3 Axel. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's <laughs> good. What do you think, guys? I'm gonna. I'll tweet that out here in a second. I don't know. Do you have like a T-shirt guy, Slee, that could get that made in a hurry? I don't, but I'm sure we can find one. It's a. That's a pretty. It's a pickleball background. It's Laker colors. It's no. That's good. That's that's pretty yeah, that's darn good. good. That's pretty darn good. Um, John Morant's not going to play. He didn't play last night against the Clippers. He's not going to play tomorrow night against the Lakers. The mm-hmm. the the Matt. Excuse me. The Grizz are basically saying there's no timetable for his return. A couple of days ago, they said he was going to miss at least a couple of games after a video of him at a club. Um, he was on dance floor with a gun. Instagram live video. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, this is on the heels of allegations. Let's make it clear that they are allegations. Allegations of him getting into a fight with a 17-year-old during a pickup game. Mm-hmm. Um, more allegations of at least a member of his group pointing a laser-sided uh, weapon at the, the Pacers Indiana or something team like that. bus. Yeah. 
Um, there's a lot of gun stuff. There's violence stuff that are is floating around him, and the Grizzlies are like, we're going to try to get ahead of this, and we're going to try to help him at a time that he needs some help. It's really a, the, the timing of all of this is bizarre because John Morant is just on the precipice of becoming the face of the league. He's incredibly popular with young NBA fans. He's a terrific player. He's got a... Um, a point of view, a, a personality. He's fun a, a, to watch. He's fun to watch, but he, he kind of, it it's a good vibe, right? Like his team yeah. is kind of feisty, and he's kind of feisty. It, it, they run their mouth. They run their they it's chirp. Okay. It, yep. For sure. Mm-hmm. It, this is all really good, and then you got this off-court stuff, and yeah. you can you can feel everybody going, dude, don't go down this road. This is a bad, this is bad for everybody loses if you go mm-hmm. down this road, and the Grizz are trying to get it squared away, but I, what are you going to do in a week? How do, you, how do you get something like this squared away in a week? It just doesn't feel realistic. Yeah, I, I don't think you do. I don't think, you know, I, I read the statement yesterday. Um, that statement is a strategic statement. It's not like he was, I don't think he was sitting there at the hotel room writing this out, saying to himself, you know, this come from, I'm sure he's got his, um, it, it's, it's unfortunate. Let's just put it that way. You guys just mentioned something I think was key. John Morant, when I when I think of John Morant, I think of, man, he's such an exciting basketball player. Man, this guy could be potentially the face of the NBA in the next couple of years. And you look at all the young players, Zion, Luka, uh, John Morant, Anthony Edwards, Shea Gilgis. Like, you think of these young faces, you're like, this is the future of the league. Mm-hmm. John's one of those players. I, I, don't, I don't think any changes in a week. So I... I, I whether he comes back in a week or he comes back in a month, I don't have the answer to that. Um, oh, he's not going to be gone a month. <laughs> I mean, it just that that's not going to happen. The, the, I, I don't disagree with that. I, I'm yeah, sure I don't, I don't that the Grizzlies are, are worried about him as a person, yeah. as a human being, and, mm-hmm. and, and for his safety and his well-being and all, all of those things come yep. along with it. They're probably more worried about, hey, he's not only our best player, he's one of the best players, yep. and we need him out of the court. Number two team in the Western Conference. Yeah. Not, I, no one's no one's questioning that by any stretch. Um, but nothing is going to change right away. So I think for me, a player like this, Michael actually had an interesting suggestion yesterday. We do our top NBA stories in the pregame show. This obviously is the top NBA story. Sure. And he said that if someone like Michael Thompson reached out to John Morant, he doesn't think anything's going to happen. Mm-hmm. What's this this old head He's that old wants guy. to tell me? Yeah, was, he said that he thought there was one player that he thinks that's in the league right now that could hopefully talk to him and actually have an impact on him. He said Braun. Okay, and I think his thought process was who's a player that he would respect. LeBron could kind of tell a little bit of his story. Look, when I was your age, this is what I was doing when I was your age. Sure. I was I was trying to. Um, I was trying to sur- I was trying to have people around me that I knew. LeBron didn't just is not just a basketball player. LeBron is an empire, right? Like LeBron He's is the CEO of a massive corporation. That's exactly what he is. And a player like that that he has the respect of that's still in the league that you've seen. Wow, this guy at seventeen was this player. Look what he is today. I thought that was interesting, but I don't know who's going to tell him something unless John Morant decides. Okay. I got some. I got a few things that just went down in my life over the last couple of months. Let me learn from these and never look back again. You hope that's what it is. Yep. You, you hope it's a temporary loss of his path, right? That you know, I, whatever. I made some really bad decisions, and it's not going to happen again. I learned for it to keep it moving. The other one is this is the beginning of the wrong path. Mm-hmm. This is the beginning of something that leads to 
diminish play to his suspensions to surrounding yourself with people that do not have your best interest in mind and ultimately and again he's a supreme talent mm-hmm. but ultimately could be detrimental to the team that you play for look they He's going to be back sooner than later. He's going to go through the playoffs and all these other things. But if we're getting into a point where the Grizzlies don't know if this guy's going to do something crazy off the court or not, that's bad for business. That's mm-hmm. bad for them. Look, the Lakers are catching a huge break getting to Big play time. them tomorrow night without him. The reason they lost to him last week is because he went for twenty eight and a quarter. If he if he only go, you know if he doesn't do that, the Lakers probably win that game, and we're having a very different conversation. This is affecting the team, the league. I would imagine, as good as Memphis has been this year, the very last thing they want, because this is not a far-fetched scenario, Memphis finishes second, the Lakers somehow get in, get that seventh spot, and now you got to play them with LeBron James, with Anthony Davis, D'Angelo Russell, all the thing. You really want that? Hmm. I don't know, maybe not. And the reason that they might be in is because you had to go do whatever it is that you've sure. been accused of doing. Sure. Sure. It's bad for business in a, just a strictly basketball thing, and it brings up a whole new set of questions. I, I don't know, LeBron James, anybody pick up the phone, try to help the kid, yep. great. But yep. it's one of those, if that's what he's into, I don't know if a conversation is going to really change that sort of thing. This is, it's not the first time he's been in the news, because this has all no. kind of come in the last, you could say. And the, the Grizzlies have had a bunch of stuff, just kind of, they're, they're, they're obnoxious. Now, we could argue whether or not that's good or bad. Yeah. It doesn't bother me so much, mm-hmm. but. They're kind of that team. Oh, no, they're chirping all the time. They chirp all the time. Yep. Dylan Brooks just got his 16th technical foul. He was suspended for a game. He's running his mouth. There's stories about him talking about Draymond. Well, Draymond was in. They've had storylines around them. I think the only thing I just look at, and this is don't tell me, show me. So whatever John Morant says, I don't really pay any attention to what he says right now. I think just you're going to find out as this season progresses or as his career progresses, are we going to have, man, there's another thing with John Morant. You know, it's the timing of it too, Al, never mind the basketball. Like Nike is just, they're doing a John Morant signature shoe. They don't just give that to anybody. Yeah. Uh, one of the sports drink companies, I forget which one it is, but mm-hmm. one of the sports drink companies. Powerade. Just, Powerade, thank yeah. you. Just gave him Crystal clear a Pepsi. huge, huge contract to be the mm. face of that brand. And then you turn around and it's like, this is our opening act to our brand ambassador. There's a reason LeBron James is in every commercial. There's yep. a reason Steph Curry and Giannis are in oh, yeah. every oh, commercial. Yeah. It's because they're not on a dance floor waving a gun around. They're not. They're, they're not. No. Hell no. I'm not doing. I want to go mm-hmm. sell Sprite. Mm-hmm. I want to go sell. You know the CarMax mm-hmm. <laughs> Subway. These are ginormous brands that they understand that part of the reason they get in, not just because I'm a great player, mm-hmm. but because I don't do crazy stuff. And Jaw's doing way too much. Hopefully, crazy hopefully he realizes that you know what's at stake in this entire thing. I mean, listen, I know you do. How often do you do Insta Live? How often uh, do you go? A few times an hour. A few times an hour, right? <laughs> um, hopefully, he realizes that there's so much at stake here, right? For his own personal career, and like you just said, outside of basketball, there's certain players that um, have their own type of brand that they're building. Mm-hmm. He is a very, he could be a very, very lucrative brand, the Ja Morant brand. And the only thing you could do to screw it up is. And a little bit of, ooh, that guy's kind of dangerous, is fine. Too much of it, it's like, we can't do business with you. Yeah. A, a little bit of unpredictability, like, hey, he's got an edge, he's got credibility, whatever it is. Okay. But then there's the, you, you got in a fight with a 17 year old? I don't know, man. 
That just doesn't seem like a good idea. We've got some phone calls, and we'll get into that coming up in just a little bit. Another one of the Rams' big names, maybe down the road. He's asking out. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Scary moment in spring training out in Florida. Former Dodger uh, in one of the most popular Dodgers of my entire lifetime, Justin Turner, just got hit in the face with mm. a pitch against the Detroit Tigers. Um, very, very scary. He obviously left the game. He looked to be pretty bloodied. Um, yeah, could be something with his nose or eyes, something in there. Yeah, uh, tough, tough. And, you know, I just – I'm still bummed that he's gone. I really would have liked to have found a way for him to stay. Maybe it was the right baseball decision. Time will tell on that. But – Justin Turner, other than Clayton Kershaw over the last ten years, oh, yeah. was the Dodgers, and that was that was really tough to see. Yeah, not not good seeing that video either. No, it, it, okay. I don't I don't even want to say this for fear of like bringing up bad mode. I'm just shocked it doesn't happen more frequently. They guys throw so oh, yeah. hard, right? And and to be a major league hitter, you have to be starting before they've even let go of the ball. You have to be releasing and ready to hit every single pitch to get out of the way. You're talking to, about to to, to yep. start to try to hit, and then at the last second say, "Oh, I got to get the hell out of here. This no. is coming." For, I don't know how anybody would ever do that. Guys throwing 98 miles an hour all over the place. It's it's that's really scary. I, that's what I never understand too. When somebody is this is old school baseball but i still think it happens today when somebody's throwing at a guy and it gets kind of up towards the numbers i'm like what how how is that how is that possible to be okay that somebody takes a freaking baseball yeah. and throws towards your and then so, and the pitcher gets angry when somebody hits one out and he stares at it for two seconds yeah it, you're not wrong al i guess if i'm putting myself in meathead baseball player mode which i try to stay out of that that's not my my jam nobody ever throws at a guy's head on purpose. You, you're, a, you're a lunatic if you do. It just sails they're, or they're, what? Guys will throw at people on purpose, but never kind of above the shoulders. It's it's usually somewhere aimed at the body or the legs or one of these things to yep. send a message. But to your point, 
as good as major leaguers are, they're not that good. Hmm. They're they're not good enough to know I'm, I'm going to hit you up here and right. not miss by six inches and earhole somebody. It's it's really really yeah. scary. So hopefully he uh, he gets better before too long. Let's try a quick phone call here. Let's go to Diamond Bar and Gilbert. Gilbert, you're on with Travis Slee. What's up, Gil? Good morning, gentlemen. I always enjoy your show. Um, I wanted to comment on the Grizzlies, and I I think that behavior of chirping at the other team and all that, I don't really see that as a positive. I see that as immature and disrespectful. And, in fact, when they played the Lakers, they disrespected LeBron, which is the reason that that whole Shannon Sharp thing happened. And I think it, it's it's a team-wide thing, but what Jaws' behavior is kind of consistent with that immaturity and disrespect towards the league, towards other teams. And if somebody who's not a yes-man doesn't set him straight and make him realize he's an adult businessman, things are, are not going to go well for the team or for him. Gilbert, appreciate you calling in. You know, I, I will say if there's one thing that they could use – when you got a young team that's having success, right? Any team, any sport, anytime you have a, a young team having success, um, it helps to have some veterans on your squad, right? And I, I, I think for them, for the Grizzlies, I think, do you remember this? And I and I want to say this was Memphis, almost 100%. Remember when Andre Iguodala was traded and he got traded to Memphis, but he never actually played for the Memphis Grizzlies. He wanted out. But yep. let me just use like that player as a perfect example. Hey, you see someone with experience. A couple of guys. Mix in two, three different players. This isn't the best analogy, but I'm going to use it. Tatis coming up with the Padres to where they sit today of how many vets that they got there. That's helpful to a guy like Tatis. Sure. Whether he realizes it or doesn't, he's going to realize it down the road. Every single player um, in any sport that comes out and they're that successful, it helps to have some veterans. It just does. I think maybe what Gilbert's talking about they don't really have a player. Steven Adams is a veteran. But I don't know if Steven Adams is going to be the guy sitting there pulling no. guys to the side. Maybe I'm wrong. No. I, I don't know I don't know it, anything it's about Steven Adams. Steven Adams probably helps a little bit, but Steven Adams isn't like Udonis Haslam, who's in the league forever and ever, for mm. the role that you're talking about. Or a LeBron James or a Steph Curry or, or Clay Thompson. Guys, go back, guys yeah. that have been around a long yeah. time and say, hey, listen, man, what, are you, what the hell are you doing? That's different. I, I want to talk about what Gil said a little bit because – and Gil, I, I, if I'm getting your argument wrong, forgive me, but what I was hearing was everybody needs to chill out and be respectful. And It's okay to be abrasive. It's okay to be obnoxious. It's okay to be loud and disrespectful. And pro- I'm okay with that. I'm okay with John Morant and Dylan Brooks and the Memphis Grizzlies basically telling the rest of the Western Conference, shooting them a huge middle finger. I'm okay, I'm okay with that. Like I'm not back. I don't care what you've done. I don't that Dylan Brooks is going at Draymond Green. I'm okay with that. I don't read that as disrespectful necessarily. I read it as I'm not scared of you. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll I'll go straight up with you, and I'm I'm willing to compete with you for whatever comes next. This I'm going to defer to everybody that's older than me that has more success than me. In pro sport, it doesn't really work. You got to kind of have to take it at some point, and not everybody has the personality of just well i'll just sit here real quietly until i can go out there and beat you and then i'll say oh i guess i'm you know no they're brash they're loud they're obnoxious they're 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 confrontational that's okay waving a gun around and beating up 17 year olds not okay Mm -hmm. like there's there's a difference between these things and it escalated from i'm not scared of you on the basketball court to what the hell are you doing with a gun at a dance floor like there there's there's a lot of ground between those things now maybe 
the caller Gilbert's talking about one plus one. I, I just don't see it like that. No, There's I, a lot of guys that are aggressive and confrontational yeah. and flamboyant and loud and bleep you attitude wise that don't do stuff like this. There's not a that you can't connect it. I don't think so. No, I, I don't think you can. I think you know the the complaints people might have about the Grizzlies prior to any of the stuff with John Morant is like what you're just saying. Well, what that what have they done? You know, why are they talking to a team like that when they haven't really accomplished anything? Okay, but that's okay. That's all right. That's the number two team in the West. They're young. Maybe what makes them the number two team in the West is because they act that way, is because they do have this just crazy confidence that people are saying, why would you have that much confidence? Well, you know what? We're 22, 23, 24 years old. Fake it till you make it. The connection of what John Morant's doing off the court has nothing to do with, you can't connect the two. They're there's the Grizzly way of doing it, and then there's the Kings way of doing it. Kings are having a great season. They're pretty quiet. They're mm-hmm. pretty buttoned up. They don't have a lot of guys that are, you know, doing Sabonis what won't stop running his mouth. <laughs> but it's there's just different ways. It doesn't mean that the way the Kings are doing it is right and the way that the Grizzlies are doing it wrong or vice versa. There's different personalities, different people. You can also say it's annoying, but it's not... To you. Exactly. Yeah. It's not like it's like it's they're doing it wrong. And, yeah. and, and just to play off of that, somebody that's annoying to you... I know of plenty of people that are saying, man, I love this. I, man, that makes that Warrior-Memphis game so much more exciting because Dylan Brooks said what he said. There's also that. It just it adds to storylines that a lot of other um, a lot of other sports kind of kills these storylines. They add to storylines. You know what was fun yesterday? Devin Booker and Luka going at it. Mm-hmm. That's good. I don't need all these guys to hug each other and tell each other they love them after the end of the game. Yeah, I'm okay with you know. I don't like that guy. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. I don't like he. He runs his mouth too much. Luka Doncic never stops whining. Mm-hmm. Never. Mm-hmm. He a great player. He's an awesome. He's super fun to watch. But after about 30 seconds of a Mavs game, you're like, dude, will you stop? Devin Booker is in that group with me, and they went at it, and I I love it. I don't need this. So oh, next game they play each other. Yes. they're going to probably show that clip. They're going. Luca is going to be asked about it. Devin Booker is going to be asked about it. There's your storyline. And if there's a fight at some point, I'm okay with that. I don't want somebody to get their face caved in, but it I won't happen. It's NBA. I, I agree, but if there's this, then I might throw an elbow. I mm-hmm. may I may charge into it. I'm okay with this. As have a hard foul, this, whatever. Yeah, everybody needs to be on the same page. Stuff is exhausting it's just it it doesn't lead for great competition i don't think alan robinson would like to leave the ramps alan robinson um had 52 targets last year okay he was no good Mm -hmm. there's really no other way to put this um i think the alan robinson deal slee is one of those type of deals that keeps nfl general managers up at night this was a no-brainer Allen Robinson was a better wide receiver than Robert Woods. Allen Robinson was going to thrive with Sean McVay and Matthew Stafford with Cooper Cup on the other side. This was a recipe to go kill it. Slam dunk. And it just didn't work. Mm -hmm. And I still haven't heard a great explanation as to why it didn't, other than, you know what? Sometimes blank doesn't work. Mm -hmm. He wants out. The Rams would like to do it. But this is on the heels of Bobby Wagner being cut. They're, they've already said they're either going to cut Leonard Floyd or trade him. They're trying to find a way to create space with him. They're basically down to Cup, Stafford, and Donald. Jalen Ramsey's got one and three-quarters feet out the door. What What is that team going to look crazy. like next year? No, listen, the storylines about the Rams, first off, during the season, and now the storylines when the season ended, it was first storyline, Sean McVay coming back or not, mm-hmm. right? And then he decides that he is coming back. Since then... All the question marks are, 
all right, now uh, what are they going to do with <clears throat> what are they going to do with whether it's Allen Robinson or it's Jalen Ramsey? Hey, he's going to get. There's a good chance he's going to get traded. Every storyline around the Rams is not. Hey, we just got to get back on the football field and we're going to be fine. It's there are so many different moving parts, which I'm okay with. Listen, when you're five and twelve on a season. I'm okay with not just sitting and you doing the same thing. Yeah, you, you don't run it back. Yeah, you don't run it back. Now, but but they could have convinced themselves that yes. they technically could run it back just based off all the injuries and everything else. Well, you you didn't have to run it back, but you didn't have to run it back without all of these other guys either. Yeah. It's it's because it puts him in a really unusual spot for the first time since Sean McVay's first season. I have no idea what the Rams are going to be next year. Mm. They they could be a lot better they could be a playoff team they could I, be 500 or not 500 they could be, but they could, right we could win five nine games and eight. again eight and nine they if i said to you the rams win 11 games would you be shocked i would be surprised but not shocked right. I, I think that's right but yeah. it's not out of the question if they won five again i wouldn't be shocked either yeah they're all over the map and the more of these top line guys name guys alan robinson bobby wagner jalen ramsey potentially yep. leonard yep. floyd these are top line names Maybe you get draft picks, maybe you get additional players, but th- this is going to be a – if the teams the last couple of years were super su- superstar headlining guys and yeah. then a bunch of guys you don't know, this is going to be Stafford, Cup, Donald, and nobody you know. Mm. It's a totally different squad all of a sudden. And if it gets off to a bad start – what do you? What, what, what are we doing? But maybe they get Sean the most McVay of- didn't come back for a, a rebuild, from what I was told. He didn't come back to you know just let's start from scratch and start all over again. What if they get off to a really lousy start? Yeah. All of a sudden, you're looking down the road here at USC, and because you have your first round draft pick, and that's a whole new sort of approach that you could take to try to get that guy on your team. But what if you get the most out of a Tutu Atwa? What if you get the most out of a Ben Skronik, and you're letting go of these? In Alan Robinson's case, unperforming very expensive mm-hmm. veterans you're getting rid of those people and maybe the only one that i'm worried about that they got rid of was really bobby wagner obviously leonard floyd will be a hole they need to they need to fill but i think bobby wagner was the only one i was like damn i wish we would he have was good him. he's an all pro but alan robinson I, I think this team it doesn't hurt him leaving it, it doesn't but it, it it indicates a change in philosophy sure. because ben skaronic and tutu out well i've seen him play for three years nah, that that's not the answer right right yeah <laughs> that the, the answer is somewhere else the answer is in the draft the answer is on someone else's team i'm with you that robinson was a bust for reasons that still no one has explained to me but think about it. wait i had the quarterback i had the coach i had the other guy opposite him he's performed everywhere he's been why did this not work? I'm mm. sure they're still. Well, do, do you? No, I don't know either. Yeah, get rid of them? Yeah, hell yeah. We don't need them. <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense at all. Factor cap coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com/network. 
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Hey, guys. So I think I've started a movement here. I uh, got another road corn dog on Friday after I left Disneyland. And it's literally never a bad idea. You have it in your bag, <laughs> and then you, you can't eat on the bus from the from the Disneyland to your parking lot. But like my friend and I, there's a little bit of traffic coming out. So we sat in our car. We ate the corn dog while we waited for the traffic to disappear. Did you each have one? Yes, we each okay. had one. So we had our little road dog, a little chips with the meal, and then we got a Diet Coke. She got uh, something else to drink. It was, it was a great time. Did so you just- take a bite? on the bus just to kind of live a little no (laughs) did take a bite in the line for the bus because the bus took a while but i didn't want to be disrespectful to my other bus passengers your your friend i'm assuming that's the picture you sent me yeah yeah she looked very excited about the corn dog she was she was she had just discovered the next part of her life like road road corn dogs were a thing she did not know until that moment and they were massive was the corn dog just like loose in your bag no no just take it out no no no. (laughs) they give you a bag when you get stuff because it comes with like a meal so you have two corn dogs and then it had like some chips and stuff i actually didn't bring a bag i had just like a you know fanny pack situation so maybe it's like where you're supposed to put the water bottle in your backpack and it's just (laughs) instead of a water bottle it's a corn dog i would love the top there's a little since we're all going since we're all going in order here i have another question (laughs) the the, the water bottle pocket should be lined with foil you stick your corn dog in there so it stays nice and warm do you do you dip it in ketchup do you use mustard Uh, so they actually have the spicy honey mustard that you can get as a special sauce to the side so we have that uh we put that in like the cup holder in my car and have that as the dipping thing just pour it into the cup holder no of course not it comes with a little uh uh, it comes in a cup. But anyway, if anybody question. goes it's to Disneyland plan and, here. <laughs> ha- and has corn dogs, road corn dogs, please tag me in them because it would make me happy. All right, so Mike McDaniels was caught uh, at the Combine on the Jumbotron, and he saw himself, and he was like, oh, shoot, that's me. <laughs> so that it's always cool to see yourself on the Jumbotron. Travis, factor cap. Yeah, fact, 100%. Like when um, – I'm at SoFi or whatever, and the the ad for the app came up this season, and oh, I was yeah. the one doing it, or the year before Slee, when the Trav and Slee show yep. would, would come up. It, it It's incredibly cool. When I worked for the Angels, they would have a little thing for the station I was working for that would play before. It never got old. Even when we went to the NASCAR event, right, and we're walking, we parked a little bit down the road on Fig, and we're walking up to the Coliseum. We're walking past whatever Bank California Stadium yeah, is yeah. called now, mm-hmm. and they got the marquees BML. up there. And the the little ad for our show flipped up when I was with all of my buddies, and they're like, "Oh, it's it it's awesome, <laughs> yeah, do. it's very very cool." It, that I I am cynical and jaded about a lot of things, but not about that. Always cool. Berg, I'm actually surprised that that's the way you went with that. Yeah. But no, it is it is fact. <laughs> it's very cool to see it. When I was at the Rams Combine with Jorge a couple of weeks ago, um, my daughter got on the infinity board and she was Ooh. having a blast. It's awesome. Yeah. Just loved every second of it, and we we actually took a video of it. Carlo has it. Mason's not listening, so it's fine. He goes, and she says at the end, hey, Mace, I got on the Infinity more than you did all year. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. That was great. Uh, Fact, I I like watching, you know, all the games, right? You're at every Rams game. I'm at every Laker game. And just seeing people's reaction on the Jumbotron is funny. Because you might have one person that's very excited. You have the other person that was standing up and now sits down. It's like, I did not know that I was going to get on there. 
I think just seeing the reaction of people, they do the dance cam or something like that, and somebody's dancing, you're like, what the hell are they doing? The other person that's dancing, I'm like, that's the perfect dance for that song. Or like a little kid gets on it, and they Whatever it is, right? Excited. And the crowd yesterday, the, the fan of the game, was probably like a nine-year-old kid that took his shirt Aww. off and is just going like this, right? <laughs> that's great. It gets the crowd kind of going. So I don't know if they did it in-house in yesterday, mm-hmm. but on TV, when they do the celebs around the place... Jennifer Garner was at the game yesterday. Oh yeah, so she was. Yeah, yeah, just just making sure she was, but she got it. covered. Like she was. Her just, kid, I think, jumped some, in front of her. Yeah, at the someone last stood up in front of her, and then you couldn't see her for the rest of the they time. They went back a second time. Okay, good. They, they rectified <laughs> the situation. <laughs> Keep track. All right, Taylor. Cap, but this is because I've never had the privilege of appearing on the what? jumbotron. I don't know why not. I'm, we gotta we gotta get that. Gotta be more uh, extroverted. You gotta do fun things. Well, that's not gonna happen. Then you're screwed. It's never gonna happen. Why did you think I would poo-poo the jumbotron? Because you poo-poo a lot of things. Yeah, you have no whimsy. You lack whimsy. <laughs> you la- you that's, that's a Brian Kamnitsky line. I, know, I, do, exactly. I do lack whimsy. That's true, but I I, I I like that. I feel like most of these things you're like, no, 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 no. This is cap. I don't want anything to do with it. I don't want to be on the jumbotron. Don't I get it away it. from me. Get the camera away from me. <laughs> that just seems like your jam. Hey, screw you. <laughs> Why are you doing that to the jumbo? All right. So while I was at Disneyland, um, I was uh, near the Ferris wheel in Disney California Adventure. And uh, my friend and I, I had gotten like some, um, a flight of beer from the stand and we were just chatting. And then a young family comes up to us and asks me, it's like, hey, would you mind taking a picture of me and my family? And I was like, of course, sure. Took a couple photos. I was like, oh, and it's two little kids and uh parents and so then i was like oh here's your phone back go back to my seat chat with my friend more and then i see them stop another person to take the picture again <laughs> so amazing. i was like is is it me Am yeah I that's the on you yeah there was something <laughs> they did this, not like your picture taking skills this is rude of them to do it while i can still see them berg factor cap that is cap it is not rude they actually were being nice to you by not saying anything like oh can you take another picture they just said we're going to let you go now we already bothered you once we're going to go to these next people and we're going to have them take a picture just to not make it so you're like oh being annoying like oh this you know what <laughs> if you could just take it a little to the left and go from the uh, bottom up a yeah, little get bit get the more. ferris wheel in the shot <laughs> yeah right yeah like so no i don't the cap all right al fact um if i'm in that same predicament i am not going to let the other person know who did not take the good picture that they did not take a good picture. They're basically telling Emily, "I don't know what the hell you were doing with that shot." Well, but I, they I didn't would know she was going to see her. I well, no, I think they did. Emily I was mean, probably eyeballing him across right the ball. There. She was I right did there. Not move. I, w- I could. They were in full eyesight. Oh wow. Okay. So I would try to separate a little bit. You know, maybe Emily goes to go use the restroom, and well, then I'm then like, not- "All right, let's get the family together. Hurry up!" But then you're not near the Ferris wheel anymore, and you're not going to get the Ferris wheel. Yeah. Yeah, I just don't want the person to nah. know that they took an awful photo. <laughs> All right, Jeff. So when I was at the San Diego State basketball game on Saturday night, Kelly and I wanted to get some pictures of the two of us, and so we asked somebody to take our picture. I was yep. wondering who took and that picture. Some random San Diego State fan took it, right? So Kelly Dog. was the one that handed the uh, the guy her <laughs> phone, right? And so she, the guy takes a bunch, and he was really good. And Kelly looks at him, I'm like, make sure you send me this. She goes... I need to edit and crop some of these because no, like, like she was yes. having, she was having like no time for the actual framing of the shot originally. But she, but she had something to work with. She's a 19 year old girl. She could see that the bones of a good picture were in it. She just needed to crop it and cut yeah. it and brighten it up Fix and it all up a these bit. other it's things. Way so, too much work. But she did do it on the down low. She right, did exactly. wait till we got back to the seat. Insult someone else? Like I felt like I was. So I don't know what the answer is, but yes, rude. <laughs> all right, Taylor. Yeah. Uh, Cap, Emily, don't take it personally, Emily. Maybe their their eyes were shut or something like that. They didn't like the way they looked in it. Maybe that's what it was. Yeah. Maybe. See, there you go. 
Taylor. That's the right way to think about it. All right. So uh, one of the main stories that coming out of the combine is you know Bryce Young and his height and like whether how we actually ended up measuring out. I think it came out to be five ten, and you know that's the same height as uh, Kyler Murray, similar height of Kyler Murray. Mm. Anyway, short shorter quarterback. So it got me thinking. You have lied about your height to someone, Alan Factor Cap. Cap, I'm six two. Everybody knows it. <laughs> Everybody knows I'm six two. Um, I haven't. You know, I it it's kind of funny whenever I see this, and I've seen stuff. You know, people will they'll sell shoes where you'll see something, whatever it is. Somebody's gonna the the actual a lift sh- in it. Yeah, it'll be. I'm like, bro, but you're you gonna take the shoes off at some point. Like, right. I I don't know who you're trying to fool here. At the end of the day, you are your height. You might as well just. Not try to pretend it because the truth will come out. You can't. Maybe you can lie about your weight because not any everybody's going to walk around with a scale and say no, <laughs> no, it. you're not. You know, oh, but your height you're is your height. There's no, nothing. you're actually 182. <laughs> <laughs> height you can't do anything about. I don't think you you lie about that one. Trev, I have not lied about my height. Um, as somebody that's taller than the average person, I have never really run into a situation where I needed to. Um, I want to go back to the thing that I was talking about about the shoes. I, <laughs> I do like to tease some of my friends that are a little shorter than average that they are. And I found something online called confidence socks. <laughs> which are That's what a, it's called. They're a pair of socks that will add two inches to your height. They have like this really thick heel. <laughs> Why would you do that? That's exactly right. Like so uh, you're five five and now I can pretend that I'm five seven. Like what's the difference? It's still five seven. My right. confidence will be shot so much more by wearing those than by not wearing those. It says right in the packaging. They're confidence sucks. You're fine now. It sucks. Like, ah, that's ridiculous. Um, It's cap. Although it's not fair that you and Taylor, by the way, are tall and never have to lie about your height because it doesn't matter. You're already six whatever, six three. Six plus. Yeah. What's it listed on your uh, dating apps? My five ten. Which is what I am. Yeah, I mean, when I t- when I talk to people, I'll say 5'10", 5'11". So I guess there's a little bit of lie in there because there's no way. At least way. you're not saying like I've, six. Right. So. I, I've never Put said between anything. 5'10 and 6'3". <laughs> right. Just say in that range. You decide. This is your choice. You look at me and say, that's how tall I am. All your pictures are like next to structural things <laughs> that you can see how high <laughs> yeah. tall it is. It's like when you go to 7'11", so they have the height on the door. <laughs> right. So when they get <laughs> robbed, the, the clerk can say he was 5'10 yes. as he runs out exactly. the door. Exactly. I just if you're getting a big gulp and you're going up like this, they probably If you're shorter. looking up at the big gulp, then yeah, it's a problem. But no, I just never understood why you would lie about your height just in general. Like if you're short, you're short, and people are going to know that you're short. And if yeah. you're tall, you're tall. So why the difference between me being 5'10 and 6' foot is not that big of a difference. So why am I lying? But to a lot of women it is. I, mean, they, <laughs> I think it bingo. only really matters if, if you're taller than her. Is it, that, that's it. Is the main thing is if she's taller, if you're taller than her is a big deciding factor. So it's important to be accurate so that you're not misleading her in uh, in, the, in the photos or whatever. Yeah, sure, if you're lying on that one, you're right yeah, out the gate. But if they want to see that six foot, they want to see that six foot, and like you're going to see that I'm not that at some point. I'm but why, it, it, but it's also a tell too, because some people, maybe not you, but right. some people are sensitive to it. Like Kelly is six feet tall, maybe, maybe actually closer, like six one than mm-hmm. six feet. And she, to Emily's point, 
likes boys slash men that are taller than she is. Mm-hmm. Well, that's significantly diminishing the pool, right? <laughs> like significantly. Yeah, right. And so it's a big difference. So if she were on one of these apps or whatever and you had 5'10 or 6 feet and you're really 5'10, she'd be like, oh, hell no. Like, do <laughs> you need to kind of, to your point, tell the truth. Or when you show up, it's like, well, this isn't going to work you're at like, all. Well, and that's it. now you've lied about something that Right out, really it's, it's so <laughs> right out the gate. It's so dumb. Right out the gate. Yeah, there's this girl on TikTok that goes around and like, will like say on a little microphone, and she'll be like, oh, uh, how tall are you? And then the guy will answer, and then she'll bring out a tape measure. And That's almost good. every time, they're not actually yeah. accurate they're to their height. Uh, Isn't that the whole NBA? <laughs> Where they're like yes, listed at probably although Durant listed is six the nine and they're Durant says he's six ten and he's at least seven feet. <laughs> it's like well, I think seven footer is different. It's, it's KD. Thing. He lies about a lot of things. <laughs> All right, Taylor. Uh, he not lies, but he's a uh, fact. You know. I actually have. So I used to do this in basketball when I was in in high school. I would say I was five ten just to mess with people. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> right, but then they look at you and go, that dude's not five. That's a the weird scouting report. They're like, guy. all right, you guard the 5'10 like, like guy. 6'3, 6'4? Yeah, three something like that. inches on him. Yeah. No, you're taller. You're like 6'5, right? When I stand up straight, I have poor posture. <laughs> well, like, when, never mind. You need confidence socks. They'll help with your posture. <laughs> He'd look like Durant <laughs> with confidence socks. He'd be, think, he just starts just, putting them on. He's like, eh. I just want a pair of confidence socks. Can we just, like, order a pair just to see what they're Emily, like? Emily, put it in my good idea folder. Confidence socks for Bergman. <laughs> okay, we'll I just want to uh, see what they do for me. Like, <laughs> well, I you, feel, you, you well, put I feel them like on, I'm, like, on top of the world. You're like, walking <laughs> around and, like, these beautiful women all over, like, hey, what's yeah. going on? You're like, just needed that extra confidence. And I'll say, guess what? I'm going to take off these socks. You're not going to like me anymore. Who is that guy? I met somebody <laughs> Just never else. take off your shoes and your socks. <laughs> right. Keep I'll tell you guys a story off the air that's pretty great. <laughs> USC opens spring ball today. What a difference a year makes. That's coming up next. It's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, Board. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. A lot of people weighing in on Twitter, Slee, about the John Morant conversation that we were having, kind of on both sides of it, too. Like, there's Mm. a lot of people like, no, bad guy, this is going to blow up. And then a lot of, dude, he's... A very young man who made some very stupid decisions, but let the guy live. Let him try to learn from some of those decisions. We'll we're soaker back to some of that stuff as well. I want to get into SC. Um, Caleb Williams could do something only one of the guys ever done: win back to back Heisman's. Mm. Um, but I'm I'll be honest. It's kind of just been gnawing at the back of my brain with Yates trying to slide into our pickleball prep. I don't think I like that. He didn't help himself, <laughs> you know, because last week we had it all set up. Four. We have four guys. And look at AK coming in out of nowhere saying, Including guys, I got you. Clinton. What's that? Including Clinton. Like, he was in your force No, no, that's what week. I'm saying, right? Yeah. So Clinton backs out, and then AK steps up like, uh, I don't know, just somebody coming in off the bench saying, guys, I got you. And there we did. We thrived, and pickleball was uh, 
It was very interesting, but I had a good time. And then he called in one to get in for you. You told me Friday, like, oh, we need a fourth. You got to have a fourth. We need to play with each other. So I got the fourth. Burke, who was listening, Matt Burke, one of our sales guys, uh, comes around and he's like, so am I out? I'm like, no, you're not out. We already no. I, we already set it up you with you. You said you were in. You're in. You're in. Allen is in. Travis is in. Burke is in. Ron is in. That's the four. That's the four. Yeah. And of course, we are prepping for our Pickleball Madness Tournament coming up. Al, it is I know, it's 10 up. days away, or 12 days away. March 18th, 10A to 4P, Agape Pickleball Center in Fountain Valley. That's at Miles Square Park. If you want to come out and watch, please do. You'll have a great time. Reserve seating is available. You can register at ESPNLA.com. Of course, it's open to the public. You can bring your kids. There's a kid zone. Uh, there's TVs to watch the college basketball games that will be going on. There's Papa Shot. There's a beer garden. There's complimentary food and drink. There's a DJ. There's entertainment. All the things that you're going to love having a great time. And you can see us humiliate ourselves trying to play a little pickleball. Thanks to Michelob Ultra, Bud Light, Seltzer, and Pizza Hut. It's a, um, for somebody who never played before, I kind of got a little bit of the, uh, got a little bit of the, the itch, I guess you can call it. And then I didn't play over the weekend. So I, I told so you, you. You're literally. I'm one in. One in. Okay. I'm one in. You know what happened? Let me tell you something on Saturday. So. They're cramming. We've talked about once the All Star Game is done, they cram a lot of games in. And last week specifically, they had four games. So Saturday, I had in my mind, I'm like, you know what, I'm gonna go play some pickleball. And then Saturday came around, and I did not play pickleball. (laughs) I saw two episodes of Your Honor. Saturday, saw two. Saw two episodes of Your Honor Sunday. I know. You I know, and Emily. You're going to start like a prestige TV podcast. <laughs> Listen, I, here's the issue. I, I'm, you know, we were talking about this. We talked a little bit about okay, what's the most that you can watch? Mm-hmm. If it's really good, two is two is a perfect. And that's it's, just kind of heavy, so you can't really. It's very heavy. Yeah, it's very. But it's a full movie. That's two hours, right? Each mm-hmm. episode is is one hour long. So I'm basically watching um, a, a full episode. Saturday was if there was if I wore a, a head cam of what I did on Saturday. <laughs> That thing would not have moved very often. <laughs> Do you know what I got up Just and took a, a shower? Static <laughs> Listen, shot of the TV and the refrigerator. Those are the two things that I'm envisioning. Do you know what I got up and took a shower for on Saturday? What? Wait, hold on. Ask that question again. Do you know why I got up? Why? What actually motivated me to get up on Saturday and take a shower You're, and try to make myself look sort of like a you human? You were going being? to dinner with Lady Slee. Nope, going to lunch with Lady Slee. <laughs> okay, close. That was it. <laughs> We were going to grab, she wanted to grab, there's a, a good like wood fire pizza joint, whatever. And it was around two. She said, let's go around two. Finally, I got up. It's like one thirty. You still in like sweatpants or? What were you? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was in. That's so good. You ever have a day like that where you're like, I, I'm not, I don't think I'm going anywhere. It's most I don't weekends think I'm moving. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think uh, I'm moving. Yeah. The weather was just cloudy enough too, or you didn't want to go anywhere. It's but Saturdays. I, but I had told myself. Like, I think I'm going to go play pickleball on Saturday. Nah. Saturday came like, I think I'm not going to play pickleball on Saturday. So you're talking about the kind of the maximum amount of time you can sit there and stare at the TV before you get kind of restless. Saturday, or excuse me, Friday night, um, Susan and I were in different places, right? So we didn't we didn't reconnect until- She was at in San Diego, right? She was in San Diego, yep. and then um, I Michael had a game on Saturday. So we, we didn't get together till around eight o'clock on Friday night. So we're not going to go out to dinner at that point. The, the night just we're going to stay in. So we're watching Yellowstone, right? Mm. That we're trying to get. We're like halfway through, closer to the end of season three now. 
So we turn on one. It's great. Have a glass of wine, enjoying the show. Is that one hour? Is Yellowstone? Yeah, each but episode it's got hour? commercials in oh, yeah, it, yeah, so yeah. you can. Right. So it's about forty minutes by the time you've watched an episode, mm-hmm. maybe forty-five. And she goes, "You want to watch another one? Yeah, sure. Do do a second one." At this point, like towards the end of the second, I'm staring at my phone. I'm getting restless. Mm. I'm, I'm I'm done. And it's a little bit later. It's like ten or ten thirty. I'm like, I'm going to bed. And she's like, What do you mean? Let's watch one more. I'm like, I don't want to watch another one. I, I said, You can watch as many. You can watch the whole series. I don't. I don't really care. That, that is. Yeah. That is pretty funny. She got mad at me for wanting to go to bed. <laughs> okay, that's pretty funny because I kind of ran into that yesterday with my girl. We you mean you're leaving. She was done. She's like, Okay, hey, we watch another hour. I have work in the morning. You have work in the morning. Let's go to bed. I'm like, One more. And, you know, it just starts saying play again, right? Or next episode, whatever it is. So I hit it, and I'm trying to, like, convince her. If I could just get it started, if I could rope her in for five minutes, rope her in for five minutes. You're not wrong. You get it started, then it's like, all right, I'll just see. So what episode are you on? Uh, I'm on, I think I'm six in, I think the next episode. So I'm six in. So I'm not much left in this, uh, first first season. season. So, yeah. So, so if I'm correct here, it's two seasons in. It is, the second season is airing right now. I'm a, uh, you're going to be caught, you're going to be out real time before you know In it. a week, I'll be real time. All right. Yeah, in a week, I'll be real time. And then I'm going to convince you to watch Yellow Jackets, uh, which is also in Showtime. So if you still have your Showtime, then I'm going to convince you to try to watch he's Yellow He's going to have Jackets. them all. But by the time we get to the summer, he's going to have every right. streaming platform known to man. Caleb Williams could become the first, second guy to do something in 50 years, mm. and he might have to. It's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.